What makes a great solar business? How can you learn from the past and prepare for the future so your solar business thrives? We set out to answer these questions and more. My name is Nigel Morris and I'm the Head of Business Development at Solar Analytics. Welcome to Great Solar Business, proudly brought to you by Solar Juice. Well, hello, solar friends, and welcome back for another episode of Great Solar Business. This week, I'm diving into another technology feature, but this time, let's talk solar roof tiles. Now, we all know that adding a mounting structure and conventional solar modules dominates the solar business. It's flexible, it's adaptable. However, it's not the most elegant looking solution, and many consumers take enormous pride in the aesthetics of their buildings, arguing that solar spoils the look of their carefully designed buildings, especially in high-end architecturally designed structures. It's also true that conventional solar systems cause something of a waste of material, the roof and the solar panels laying over the top of each other. As a consequence, many customers, many companies, I should say, have developed roof-integrated products that aim to solve the aesthetic issue and simply make the roof out of the solar panels. Sounds simple and logical, right? Well, as it turns out, this is a lot harder than it looks. I've lost count of the number of products that I've seen designed, launched and sold in Australia and abroad that have faded into the distance. But a new Australian company called Vault Solar Tile recently launched an integrated product which takes all of these lessons from the past. It looks pretty cool. So I thought I should get their founder, Peter Leeson, in for a yarn. Pete, welcome to Great Solar Business. Hey, Nigel. Great to be here, mate. Mate, um, before we dive in, I did uh, have the have the pleasure of seeing you at All Energy, and we had a quick chat just before we came on air. You had a, a fabulous-looking booth. I have to say, actually, if I was going to vote out of the many hundreds and hundreds of different booths that were there, I think yours was one of the most impressive, so well done. How was the show for you? Yeah, look, the show was absolutely incredible. I've never actually done a uh, show, so I've been in the industry about 14 years and been to pretty much uh, a show every year or several shows every year, but never been on the other side and run a booth. So it was incredible. We had, uh, you know, over 600 people come through the stand showing lots of interest in the uh, product. Uh, over, you know, nearly 200 Vault partners that are keen to come on board and work with us. So um, absolutely incredible. And, yeah, look, the stand looked fantastic. So my team have done a wonderful job putting all that together. They did, mate. It, it looked glorious and it, and it uh, sold the vision beautifully. So before we dive in to, to learn more about the product, you've been on the solar coaster for 14 years, as you say. Give us, give us the short version of what you've done and, 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 and perhaps how it led you into where you are today launching a new uh, BIPV or building integrated photovoltaic product. Thanks, mate. Yeah, look, I, um, I started my own electrical contracting business when I was 22, throw Sparky by trade, um, lived over in the UK for a little while, came back and continued business and saw this, you know, solar um, industry as lucrative and diversification out of just being a, a commercial electrician. Uh, 2008, we, we stepped in and started getting accreditations and working in the industry. 
uh, very quickly realised that it could be quite cutthroat. Uh, so started working in the commercial in the 2010. Uh, from there, also found that more cutthroat. So started working in a, a bit of a different space and started developing solar farms and then focusing on the BIPV stuff. So I've uh, developed quite a number of solar farms around Australia, 150 megawatts in total, and we've got about a gigawatt of projects to come. And that has allowed us to sort of, you know, invest uh, revenue from those businesses into uh, different BIBV products over the years, but mainly focused around the, the ultimate real estate, which is the roof and the solar tiles. So I've always seen it as a, a really good concept and a reason why a lot of new homes wouldn't get solar uh, and have pursued with this business for quite a while and, and the product. Excellent, excellent. Oh, that's, that's a, it's a broad range. And until we chatted recently when I thought, uh, geez, we've got to get you on the show, I, I didn't realise I've known you for a long time and I, I didn't realise you were doing so much in solar farms. So good on you. Um, and clearly, you love an enormous challenge, Pete. Clearly, yes. going from, <laughs> going from yeah. you know, the, the electrical contracting space to commercial to large-scale solar farms, and then what the hell, I'll, I'll, I'll help design an all-new product. So... Let's let's talk about the product. Let's let's get right to the beginning. There have been many versions of BIPV products over the years. I, I've actually been lucky enough to play with quite a few of them over the years. Uh, I, I've played with frame systems that attach to laminates. I've played with roof pan systems, bonded metal products with embedded cells, and of course Tesla have got their own version in their own world, which may or may not ever really amount to anything, allegedly. But give us the basics of your new solar tile. How is it constructed? What sort of power levels can a user expect? What, what, what's, what, how did you end up with this product and what is it? All right. So, yeah, look, being, being an electrician uh, to start with and then having quite a bit of experience in you know, 2D and 3D modelling and design, um, I'd worked with a lot of different solar tiles, building integrated products, and the biggest challenge has been that they don't comply with standards. Uh, they're really, really difficult to install, and they're also really, really expensive. Um, so <clears throat> we've sort of started with the main principles of getting products compliant and try to work with other products to, to get them to be compliant with mainly AS5033. Our standards aren't made for building integrated PV. They're made for, you know, they've been developed for attached systems yes, uh, yes, so, yes. so it makes it really complicated so look our product um and then following on you know is, is to get that cost down so basically we've developed a solar tile that is aluminium and glass on the front of it so it's like a standard solar panel um but it's got very complicated extrusions and cuts to make it um fit with a molded roof tile so roof tiles are a molded product they go into a kiln or if they're concrete they're dried and uh, and that's really hard to replicate in a solar tile with, with extrusions um, yeah. and make the roof waterproof, uh, which yeah. is another big issue that people have brought products to market. But roofs are pretty important to stop water getting into the home. So, um, yeah, that, that's been a, a key issue. Uh, so our product is made of extrusions, glass, and it's got multiple gutters and interlocks to stop uh, roofs leaking. And so it all just clicks in together. 
Additionally to that, we've got our own cable containment system in there, a trunking system at the back that the actual cables sit in, which protects both the cable and the MC4 connectors and the back of the junction box. And this allows compliance with all Australian standards, you know, mainly about HD protection of the cable in, in the roof space. A really, really important issue. Uh, I know from experience that um, when back in the day I was with BP Solar for uh, almost 12 years and we did a lot of BIPV stuff out of our European offices and uh, we're actually one of the first solar companies in the world to actually have to undergo a recall and the reason for that recall was due to bad connections which caused... Uh, a very small number, but ultimately enough to 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 uh, to trigger a recall, and that was all to do with the crimping of the connectors, and and ultimately those connectors are inside the roof space, so you cause a arc inside there. You've 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 got a real problem on your hands, and and so I've gone through that. So I was I was really happy to see that you know that cable management system and uh, yeah, getting the the details of those cables and connectors right was something you'd really put a lot of a lot of effort into. So that's a that's a big tick to solve that problem, I, I would believe. So so it's it's a it, it's as close to a sort of a conventional solar panel construction as possible in terms of glass cells, EVA. J box cables, right? And then, and then you've got yep. an aluminium frame around the edge. Am I am I describing that correctly? Yes. Yeah. And so so f- firstly, on on the you know the risks around cables in the roof space, it's a really good point. Now you know our cables are all set to a certain length, so it's just plug and play, and it just all goes together. There's no cable tying or anything like that. And then we're obviously using. MC4s, original MC4s, so and and making sure that the products all uh, comply and match, so it yep. it all goes to, together well. Um, but the the reason we've really focused on um, following standard solar module design principles is you know encapsulation of the cells to maintain warranty. Um, keep the costs down of manufacturing, so if they're made in a line that's very similar, it makes it. Um, a lot easier to not have to alter that line too much, which means that A, you're lowering costs, but B, it's going to be automated. So you're going to get a far higher quality. We've got the longest warranty solar tile on the market, being 15-year product warranty and 30-year performance warranty, uh, which is yeah. really good. So th- these sort of you know decisions early on in the piece have really led to great outcomes for, for the product. Good on you. So, how many how many watts? You got there's two models. Am I right? Yep, correct. Yeah. So, look, highest efficiency solar tile in the world. We're sitting at nineteen point five percent for one product, and then eighteen point eight percent for another product. So, we're getting pretty close to where your sort of standard modules are. The reason it's a lower efficiency is obviously that our products are small. So, our lodge version being 105 watts and our platinum version being 115 watts, the two different versions, it's to suit two different roof tile profiles, one being a terracotta roof tile, one being a concrete roof tile. Uh, we, we work with Bristol's roof tile range and also Laskendala that's based in Spain. Um, so, yeah, look, it's it's really about the the product matching the roof tiles um, and, yes. and suiting within that frame. The wattage is obviously smaller panels, so you're going to have extrusion edges, that sort of stuff, hence that you're never really going to be able to get it to the same panel efficiency as a standard panel. 
Sure, sure. But I mean, nineteen percent is not 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 bad at all. So, um, uh, so physically, physically, how how big is one of these panels, and how many tiles do you typically replace with one panel? Yeah. So, an example is the lodge. So, the lodge solar tile is one point five meters wide, weighs yep. about ten kilos, um, and is three hundred and sixty five millimeter, uh, three hundred and sixty millimeter exposed area to to the sun so basically gotcha. it's bigger because it's got all its gutters and overlaps of what you have to have for a standard roof tile um yep. and and our interlocks and that sort of stuff so uh yeah but your your finished area is 360 mil by 1500 millimeters uh but yep. the total uh the height of it is actually about 440 millimeters once you gotcha. add in the, gotcha. the yeah. overlaps and everything yeah so, and and so how, many, how many tiles is that Five. Yeah, five, five roof tiles. So a Bristol Eaton or Lodge roof tile is 298 millimetres wide. Um, so we are 1,498 millimetres wide because you, you obviously allow for a slight gap between each roof tile, so you match the profiles. Uh, yep. So that would cover five roof tiles. Gotcha, gotcha. And we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the the companies that you integrate with and how we'll get to the market in a minute. But let, let, let me address one challenge early because – and I, and I did chat with you about this, and it's one of the, I think, one of the ultimate challenges with BIPV in almost every situation. And anyone who's played in this space knows this fact that, that roofs are never true. They're never well aligned. Yes. Uh, and, and, and the more modern ones are even worse because they're built to a price and they're built lighter than ever. Mm-hmm. And, and, of course, the, the alignment of those rafters and beams and battens can change over time. So this in historically has been one of the major challenges because as soon as you try to lay something big and flat and stiff over the top of an undulating roof structure, you introduce, you know, just you introduce the possibility of, you know, misalignment and everything else. And that's where leaks have occurred and, and, and many, many tears in the past (laughs) uh, when those leaks occur. How have you overcome that? Because, because dealing with the real world ultimately is, 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 the challenge that uh, you face with this product. How, what, what have you done to solve that? Yeah, look, good question. And um, basically what we've been trying to do is make our solar tiles bigger and bigger to reduce the amount of connections in the roof and also mm-hmm. lower costs. But as mm-hmm. your solar tile gets wider and wider, you're going to get more variation in the roof. Being mm-hmm. roof tiles 300 millimetres wide, they can follow the curves of the roof pretty well. And then being far smaller than what your rafter um, spacings are um, or truss spacings. So what we've done is this really cool, unique, um, and it's actually part of our patent, is we've got a interlocking system between the bottom and the top roof tile. So the, the first solar tile uh, sits in, and then there's an interlocking mechanism, like a channel across the top of it. And then the next tile, solar tile up, slides and clicks into place so it actually holds the corners down of the solar tile which stops yep. you know on an uneven roof a big gap where water would get in and the roof would leak it is also yep. a really handy function because you get cross tile shading so if you could imagine you want to maximize the area of your cells on that solar tile and if you've got mm-hmm. 360 millimeters of exposed area you don't want the next solar tile if the batten spacings were too short, 
to be overlapping the cells and shading and causing that whole string um, poor performance. So what this interlocking also does is it stops the top solitile going down over the cells of the solitile below it um, and reduces that cross-tile shading. So um, when you're installing it, it's kind of like, you know, I describe like clicking an MC4 together. You kind of put it in there, slot, slot it in and push it down. It just sort of clicks into place. And then you know that it's been installed correctly. So being that we're, we're really pushing for the mass market and working with a lot of solar companies, both all around Australia and globally, we had to make sure that it was a really easy product to understand how to install. And that interlock mm. has helped us in so many ways, both from an installation perspective, but then also mainly just to seal the roof and stop it from leaking. Yeah, got, gotcha. Okay, so so what I'm hearing is... You, you reckon you've got the balance right between being so big that you can't handle the undulations, but being so small that you don't get any economy of scale and yep. you end up with millions of connections in the roof. So you've tried to get in the sweet spot in between there with as big as you can go, but keeping it small enough to handle those undulations and you've got a nice uh, a nice interlock uh, by the sounds of it between them so they latch together well, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It just all fits in nicely and looks very uniform. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, I like the sound of it. Now, now um, we, we, you know, we, we often talk about Tesla on the show because, you know, let's face it, um, um, Musk is a mad scientist. He's promised all sorts of things to the world, and some of them are absolutely incredible. And, you know, he's, he shot a car into space, for goodness sake. He's worthy of talking about. <laughs> they promised the world with their very, very nice-looking BIPV tile. But one issue I really grappled with was the inherent risk of literally thousands of electrical connections in their system to conventional systems. So you've gone the other way of saying, let's reduce the number. This is with the benefit of your um, electrician's background, I I guess, is is saying let's minimise the number of connections because... I can hear solar installers, you know, minds ticking over going, well, hang on, if it's half the power or a third of the power of a conventional module, then it's three times the connections, it's three times the time, three times the risk. So you've you've kind of gone halfway halfway between that issue of, you know, a whole lot of tiny little tiles that might look fantastic, but, you know, you, you, you've you got all this risk and complication of connections. You've gone somewhere in between. You've used standard connectors. And and so um, have you got a couple of installs? I, am I right that I saw one on, on the yeah. socials the other day? You got one that's gone in recently, right? Yeah, look, we, we did an install in Eltham just before All Energy, the day before um, our first install down here in Victoria. Uh, which was fantastic, and it all went together really well. So, look, we've, you know, just sort of touch on the uh, the Elon Musk, you know, Tesla roof side of things. Um, you know, we've made our product as big as possible to make it suitable to carry around a roof um, as lightweight as possible, reduce the amount of connections, lines up with the amount of cell width that we needed to do to get our efficiency as high as possible and balance all that off. And then obviously from an installation perspective, um, yes, there's more connections, but it's far quicker to install. There's no mounting system. There's no grinding tiles, none of that sort of oh, stuff. Of course. So, well, that stuff's gone, isn't it? You yeah, know, it, yeah. it, look, 
once you've installed three or four of these systems, you're probably going to be able to knock four kilowatts out in four hours very easily. And that's not your speed crew. That's just a couple of guys doing the system, you know, a two to three man team. Um, yep. Yeah. We, you know, eight kilowatts would probably be about eight hours because you literally lay in the roof on battens that you're laying the solar tiles on battens that are already there. And it's right. just plug and play with its own containment system. There's no crawling under solar modules trying to tie up cables and clip them in and that sort of stuff or chances of them falling down. So that that's sort of a key area that we've really focused on is, you know, reducing the amount of connections in the roof. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I remember back eight years ago, we were working with some 20-watt solar tiles. Like yeah. it's insane the amount of connections, you know, that's 50 per kilowatt where we're down to, you know, we're, we're not even 10 per kilowatt. So yeah. uh, we're about yeah. nine per, per kilowatt. So that, that's been a huge advantage um, in, in terms of the connections. But yeah, on the installs, we, we've installed here in Melbourne. Uh, we've got some projects in South Australia and WA. Um, and then we're also installing in three weeks' time in Barcelona in Spain. So, um, which is really, really exciting. Just because Barcelona is a good place to go to. (laughs) Yeah. We'll we'll come back to why you're doing Barcelona in a minute. Yeah. Because I know why you're going there. Again, good on you for going offshore straight away. But, I mean, back to Australia, do do you see this product as a – is this a retrofit solution for existing roofs or is it purely for new builds? What, what's the what's the market application for this? Look, the, the market is new build, and I'll I'll touch on we, we can do existing roofs, but I'll touch that on that in a minute. But it's a new build product, so basically the National Construction Code. Um, it's a really good opportunity right now. The National Construction Code has just been updated to have an energy budget for all homes. So basically, what's going to happen is that you need to calculate. Uh, on uh, the size of the home, the area of the home, and then the electrical loads for uh, your, well, electrical and gas. So it's a it's a societal cost of energy for the home. Um, space heating, lighting, uh, water heating, and then any pool or spa pumps. You add all that together and then you take off any renewable energy that you might have on the home. So if you had no pool, uh, no uh, solar hot water, and no gas, you wouldn't need solar under the, the new updates. Uh, but if you have gas connected to the home for your hot water or, you know, whatever, or your heating, um, or you've got a pool, basically you have to have solar. So what we're going to see is pretty much 80 to 90%, if not greater, amount of homes having solar installed during the build process, not mm-hmm. after the build process when the homeowner moves in. Mm-hmm. 100,000 semi-detached dwellings every year. Um, let's estimate six kilowatts every single home. Um, you know, uh, some of these flat roofs, some of these pitched roofs, all, all that sort of stuff. That's a 600 megawatt market. Um, so there's going to be huge growth in this builder new home market. Um, and that's what we're targeting to put it on that's an existing, existing tiled roof where you're trying to integrate with the tiles that are on that roof. It doesn't work. It will never work. Okay. Um, okay. So it's, it's matched. It's matched to particular tile types, and and we'll yeah. talk about and batten spacings and tile spacings yeah. and all that sort of yeah. stuff. But if you gotcha. want it on an existing home, it's a, a re roof. So you would yeah. you do it when the roof needs to be replaced. 
Yeah, oh, got it, got it, got it. And there's there's a whole new uh, there's a whole world of opportunity there. And out of interest, we we did a uh, live podcast uh, from All Energy talking about the topic of peak solar, and uh, yeah. in fact talked about you know the the growth and and, and flattening out in fact of the um, uh, conventional solar market, but also the growth in the replacement. Uh, solar market of older systems and also the opportunity that is rapidly emerging and the very high penetration rates in that new build segment. As you say, yes. more than 100,000 homes a year built and the standards are tougher and tougher and tougher. So yeah. I think you're... Uh, I think you're right on the money, man. That's a, that's a nice opportunity to target there because it's nice and easy and looks great. We'll go to a break in a sec, but let's, let's just quickly address price. Uh, a big historical challenge has, uh, with BIPV has been the extra cost. W- where are you guys roughly priced? And, and secondly, how is, is the product going to come to market? Does, you know, can you, can you buy it from your local, uh, 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 from from our, our wonderful sponsors, uh, wholesale, solar wholesaler like Solar Juice, you you just go in there and buy on it. Uh, how how are you going to get them into the market, and and roughly what sort of pricing you're talking about? Yeah, really good question. So I'll start on price. Um, so roughly launch price is you know using say a Fronius inverter, um, fully installed five kilowatt system is going to be about twelve thousand dollars. You know, for STCs, uh, this is after STCs based in Sydney, obviously XGST because we're selling these systems to builders. So it's, you know, kind of sitting around the similar price of your SunPower N-Phase type systems. Um, And it's not your your cheap and sort of cheerful, you know, tier one, you know, lower end module um, and basic inverter. So uh, we believe that we are the cheapest solar tile available on the market. We're half the price of anything else we've seen in Australia, um, fully installed, and we're a quarter of the price of a Tesla roof. Um, So we've, we've made really good, um, really good movement in that area uh, by that design and getting the cost and the weight and the mass of the product down. Uh, but this is also allowing for standard sort of install rates per kilowatt. This isn't at a discounted gotcha. install rate where we believe that, you know, solar companies will have the benefits of obviously increased profits or um, being able to be slightly more competitive um, on the install cost. Uh, on the and sale... Ha- and how- yeah, how do you get the product? How's it? How's it? How, what channels are, are yeah. you putting this through? So it, it's really challenging to do building in a integrated PV, particularly solar tiles, um, compliantly um, because you need to be a roofing company. Uh, you can't just be a solar company and go install a roof because it's part of the fabric of the building and needs to be so- installed and signed off by a licensed roofer. Um, so what we've done is we've partnered with Bridge Tile Roof in, in Australia, part of the Brickworks Group, ASX listed. So, you know. Uh, big roofing company. The big roofing company. And yep. what we've done is we've uh, facilitated that they are the roofing side of the business. And then we're also partnering with solar companies around Australia. So we're going to work with 100 solar companies, quality uh, solar companies with good you know, quality standards, compliance systems on safety and a good track record of, of quality products. And we allow those solar companies to partner with us and then go and quote solar tiles or vault to the builders. Then what they do is they upload the drawings of the site with the solar tile layout and the spec, what sort of um, uh, solar tiles that they're going to use. 
into a portal and then that goes across to, across to Bristol and Bristol quote the roof to the builder. So in essence, we're just allowing solar companies to go in, use our product, get trained on all the design and sales processes, quote it to the builder, but not have to worry about the roof tile side um, and, and quoting up roofs or roofing companies quoting solar. Leave the expert solar companies to sell solar and the roofing companies to sell roofs. And that's quite simply the model. Then once they win the job, they just tick uh, close one in our portal and that will send all the orders, sales orders and that sort of stuff out. Right. So it's a collaboration between a roofing company and a solar install company, right? Absolutely. You can't just. Yeah. So one of the barriers for, you know, the Tesla roof is that they've designed this beautiful, you know, very futuristic solar tile um, product, but they've also tried to develop a roof and they're not a roofing company. And I feel like that's where they've fallen over is that, uh, you know, roofs are very complicated. You've got to get them compliant and you've got to make sure they don't leak and builders need to trust that who they're buying that roof for will uh, be a company that won't it will, will install so it won't leak and design of the yep. product and installation but then also have the warranties to back that because it's a critical part of the build fascinating stuff um that is a really good intro um but we've uh it's time for a short break and a word from our sponsors Solar Juice is Australia's leading solar distributor providing complete residential and commercial rooftop solar component solutions SolarJuice aligns themselves with brands that share their values of service, support, quality and value for money. Like their panel brands, REC, Hyundai, Trina and Longy. Their inverters, SMA, Fronius and Sungro, along with the Tesla Powerwall battery. Check out solarjuice.com.au and let SolarJuice help you become a great solar business. Great Solar Business is also brought to you by Solar Analytics. From just $40 a year, Solar Analytics can help solar owners save an extra $400 by recommending the ideal energy plan. Solar Analytics, it's different. Learn more at solaranalytics.com.au. All right, we're back. And uh, please do support our sponsors who help us keep the wheels turning here at GSB. The guys from Solar Juice are very gracious and wonderful sponsors of the show. Don't forget to give us a like and a share and tell your friends about the show. All right. Now, what I want to do now is switch focus to the future, Pete, because, um, and I've had lots and lots of conversations, especially over the last week at All Energy about, you know, where's the market going? What are the opportunities that are coming? How's the market going to transform? And, and clearly, there's an opportunity for BIPV. It's never really taken off in Australia. Um, high-end new buildings, uh, new builds, customers who are really passionate about aesthetics. How do you see this market evolving over the next few years in Australia? Um, and, and, you know, is, is, you know, going back to the podcast that I did at All Energy about peak solar, is BIPV a way to access rooftop solar potential and open up new markets? Yeah. Yeah. Look, I think, I think we've nailed technical design on the product. We've, we've really gotten it right. Um, both from a compliance and an installation perspective. And then also, yeah, the, the roof being watertight. <clears throat> um, the sales model is something I've been focused on for a long time. So really put in solar in the hands of solar businesses so I can scale, which I don't believe has actually been done here in Australia before. I've, I, I, I think that the traditionally what's happening is roofing companies have tried to sell 
solitiles or you know um or a new entrant who might be selling the roof and the solar tiles is sort of trying to facilitate and do all the sales and then just work with solar companies to install so that flipping the sales model through the partnership programs is is real critical um i think it's three gigawatts you know installed per year of rooftop behind the meter solar um i'm not sure of the exact stats on what's residential and what's commercial um, but you know the the residential roofs are hitting their peak, uh, as you said. Um, and then, obviously, as I said earlier, the the new built market has the potential of six hundred megawatts a year or greater. So we feel like the timing is very good here in Australia for the implementation of a BIPV product that solar companies can drive. Not every home's going to have solar tiles on it. It'd be ridiculous to think that it would. But partnering with solar companies, you can say, hey, we've got this beautiful, new, innovative product that we can install for you, or we can give you standard panels. It's up to you. Mm -hmm. And they can go in and they can quote both to a builder. And that's going to give them a very unique proposition against the competition who are simply going to be um, quoting standard panels. So the builder's preference would be, you know, work with the vault partner rather than the other solar company. And, you know, let's say 80% of their work are going to be standard panels. Um, mm-hmm. You've got tin roofs, which take up 50% of the market, whether that's flat or pitched roofs. And then you've got the other 50% of the market being tiles. So that makes it 50,000 homes per year with roof tiles, uh, which is a, an addressable market for us. And then you've got a number of different roofing manufacturers that, that need to meet. So we, we feel that the solar tile, you know, will be able to scale really well, particularly when the NCC is implemented and uh, has gone through the grace period, which is October next year, um, is mm. when it, you must build these homes with the energy budget um, assessed. And then we've also got the international market, uh, which is super exciting for us because we've got an 85-country distribution agreement with Las Candela, who make the platinum roof tile for Bristol. And we're obviously installing in Spain um, in a few weeks' time, but then we're also looking at really large markets like the US, uh, their distribution partners over there, Israel, um, UK, and all throughout Europe. Nice. I I like, uh, I love the idea of uh, building out the scale really quickly because everyone benefits. If if you guys get to build in scale and deploy in scale, you'll learn fast. You'll keep your prices down. You, you, you know, all of that makes sense. I, um, uh, the challenge that you've got, of course, uh, is managing it all and uh, you've got an awful lot on your plate. Pete, but yes. I, I love what you've done so far, and uh, you know a good product is going to take you a whole, a whole, a whole way down that route. So good on you, and 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 I, I have to agree. I think, you know, the key, the key that we keep hearing is that you know over the next few years there is an enormous amount of renewables, and particularly solar rooftop solar that's got to be deployed to meet all the targets that have been set. So every every way that we can eke out a, a, a increasing a particular segment of the market is an opportunity. And so good on you for helping uh, the, the solar companies to um, to get in uh, and have a little play in that. Um, so that's a, that's a good segue. Let, let's talk a little bit, and we're running out of time quickly, but let's talk a little bit about where your technology is heading. Now, I know you've only just launched last week, but <laughs> where... <laughs> Where do you see this going? I mean, I mean, you've got 
you've got the the foundation of what sounds like a a really really interesting product you've got the foundation of what sounds like a nice big fat channel opportunity to keep your costs under control and learn fast and all that kind of stuff um but looking down the looking down the the the, the next few years you know where where do you see the product going where where do, what evolution do you have? Yeah. And I know you're thinking ahead already. I know you're not yeah. just thinking about what's coming tomorrow. I know you've already thought about this. So just it's just me. No one else listens. Where, where are you going to be in a couple of years' time with this? Where do you see it going? Good question. We've got probably two different parts. We've got our, our products that we're going to be offering. So we're looking at a slate product right now and then also a facade product. But the facade product's need to meet parity with like the cost of a Luca bond install before you'd even consider doing it. But ultimately, um, what we're looking to do is reduce the cost of the system, really get the cost of the solar tile to the solar company in the installation method as low as possible. Um, yep. Yeah, we'd like to see it about eight and a half thousand dollars fully installed with a, you know, quality, you know, uh, Fronius inverter or, or, or similar. Um, and we're going to do this by innovating the product and the way it is manufactured, uh, starting with manufacturing here in Australia. Uh, late next year, we want to set up assembly of our products. So we'd make the extrusions, uh, do all the cuts and do the assembly here, uh, but still have the laminates made over um, with our manufacturer in China. And then by late 2024, we're looking to have financially closed on a manufacturing line. Um, you know, I, I got to go over and see Tindo's line uh, recently, which is brilliant, and I really, really liked it. Um, you know, looking at companies like SunDrive, um, FFI, looking at doing, you know, different things in manufacturing and that sort of stuff here in Australia. And I feel like, uh, you know, for too long, we've been relying on other countries to manufacture our solar modules, and then we import them. And we're at risk, and we're constantly at risk of, you know, uh, lockdowns in China throughout COVID with shipping and this sort of stuff. Uh, that that we have this roller coaster within the solar coaster of uh, price and supply on modules. Uh, by bringing manufacturing here, we can support other manufacturers to start working towards vertical integration uh, with you know obviously wafers and cells and so on. So it'd be great to one day see ingots being made in Australia and actually making cells uh, here. Uh, but that's not going to happen by one solar company uh, manufacturing in Australia. That's going to need a lot of us to be manufacturing modules here. So, oh, yeah, okay. big, big believer in Australian jobs, big believer in Australian manufacturing and advanced manufacturing. You know, we don't necessarily need to employ a 1,000 people to, for a manufacturing line. We can get, you know, some uh, really skilled workers in and use very advanced manufacturing machines. Yeah, nice, nice. I can see that, and that is a great, uh, uh, a great way to leverage it all up. Um, you've got the first, the first couple of installs done. Oh, let's get the wheels turning. All right. Lastly, um, and we're we're really out of time now, but with everything going on in the world now, uh, I always like to ask this question: where, where do you expect the solar market is going to be in the next one to two years? What's your What's your crystal ball telling you, Pete? Um, will it Will it grow? Will it stay the same? Will it shrink? And why? Yeah, look, I think once we get through the scare of the economy and, and a looming recession, I think the CNI market is definitely going to grow. Uh, I think residential uh, mums and dads is going to drop off because of the 
reaching capacity of rooftops and that the new home market will really boom. And I, I think that the utility scale is just going to start flying and we will not be able to keep up um, manufacturing demand for solar farms globally. But, yeah, I think a lot of the solar businesses will start to pivot a little bit and look at either contracting into EPC on solar farms or even the larger CNI solar businesses moving into that utility space because there are so many projects and such a need with all the coal-fired generation coming offline. So I think it's really exciting, but I think it just looks a lot different to um, your standard sort of retail sales business selling to mums and dads. Interesting. That's a really fascinating prediction, and I, I I don't disagree with anything that you've speculated there. Here, there, we hear all sorts of different people with different views on the show. But mate, um, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on uh, Great Solar Business. But sadly, we're out of time. Thanks for thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, Nigel. Talk soon. Well, friends, that's a wrap. My name is Nigel Morris. I'm head of business development at Solar Analytics. I hope you picked up some tips on how to build a great solar business. And I look forward to speaking to you again soon. Great Solar Business was brought to you by Solar Juice, Australia's leading solar distributor. Solar Juice aligns themselves with brands that share their values of service, support, quality and value for money. Check out solarjuice.com.au and let Solar Juice help you become a great solar business. Great Solar Business was also brought to you by Solar Analytics. You can now offer Solar Analytics from just $40 per year by connecting it directly to Fronius and SunGrow inverters. No additional hardware required, just extra value. Solar Analytics, it's different. Learn more at solaranalytics.com.au.